Hi everyone, Lucas Werner here. If you've been enjoying these conversations with artists, I invite you to come visit David's Werner Gallery exhibitions in person. We're located in New York, Los Angeles, London, Paris, and Hong Kong. New exhibitions open each month. Plan your visit at davidswerner.com. I'm Karin Mama Andersson. My real name is Karin, uh, and I'm a painter. And my name is Joachim Nordström, and I'm an artist. From David Werner, this is Dialogues, a podcast about artists and the way they think. I had an idea that I have to find an own way in this world. And I, I think, okay, I'm happy even if I don't going to have any gallery, if I just can do what I want. I think art, for me, it's a way to get free in the process that you try to be free from yourself, from your parents, from friends, everything. You, you try to push something in another way. And it's, sometimes it's really hard. I'm Lucas Werner. We recorded this episode with Karen, or Mama Anderson as she's known, and her husband Joachim Nordstrom about a month ago in New York when the world looked really different. Karen and Joachim are both artists we represent, and they're both from Sweden. And Karen had just opened a show at one of our New York galleries called Paradise Lost, which was cut short because of the escalation of the coronavirus spread, but proved to be extremely prescient uh, at least if you think about the title and where we are now. This conversation is in some ways a continuation of Karen's vision for the show and for her practice in general. It's the story of two artist journeys together as a couple and also on their separate creative paths. I remember I left the recording studio feeling a renewed sense of why, as a society, as a world, we always return to artists, always wonder how they live and think. We may not be able to visit Karen's show in New York anymore, but I hope you get a sense for her voice here and her husband's and their dedication to each other and to their work. I can talk about my dog, Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much and I miss him so much. <laughs> How long have you had him? He's 10 years now. He had his birthday a few days before me. I, 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 no, I don't want to talk about my dog now. I'm going to talk about my turtle. And the turtle is <laughs> over 30 years now. What is the turtle's name? Ulo Ulo. Ulo Bart Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> but we just said the little one. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's great. He's great. He he's Rudolph is the same age. I have to get this straight. So you have had the, your pet turtle and you've had that turtle basically as long as you guys have been together. No, no? because no? I think Rudolf was five years old, approximately. So he got it when he was five and the turtle was five. It's a rare thing to have two artists yeah. on the program who are also have been in a relationship for over 30 years. That's yes. a very uh, rare thing. Since 86. Since 86. Yeah. yeah. Before you were born. Much long before. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we were friends before. Yeah, we know each other before. Yes, some years. Yeah. But then we worked in a, in a camp for children in the summertime. And we worked a lot together in, I think, two or three months. Yeah, it was two months. Well, you know, we had the children uh, together to uh, just work with them, put them to bed, make food for them, play with them, everything. So after that, we know each other understood... Well. That and you knew that you could both also raise yeah, children. And, yeah, and, I think when, so. and this, when but this it took a long time before we understood we was in love. Yes. It was also nice. And after this summer, you know, 
we're really uh, longing for each other. So I called Karin up. It can't be end now, this. Oh, wow. So that's the start. Yeah. How, how old were you then? 86, I was 24. That, but that's when you met? That was the summer camp? Yeah. Yes. And I was 22. And you had a long relationship with yeah, another guy I before. left the guy after seven years. So I, I go from him to Jochum. They lap over. Okay. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> and I was together with, nice. a, with a woman or a girl for, for two, a girl. two yeah. years. And it was years. almost the same thing for you. And, <laughs> and tell me a little bit. You're both from Sweden, of course. And tell me about the early days. So were you in Stockholm together first? Where, where, was the, where were you first spending your time together? Yeah, I came to Stockholm when I was 21 and start in a, not the art academy, but a, a similar school. But it was more for also art craft and art. I started to study sculpture there, but I just been there for one year. And Jochen was in the same school in the same time. And uh, you uh, educated to be a teacher. Karin is from the absolutely north of Sweden. Yeah. You know, the, the land of nowhere. It's, it's close to the polar circle. Yeah. Yeah. So she grew so up. So it's there. very north. She grew up there, and I grew up. I'm the opposite. I grew up in a in a shitty suburb to Stockholm. <laughs> you know, with the, the house was in my face. You know, <laughs> not the nature. And uh, so, and I, I think I was not bad in school, but uh, it was one thing I just wanted to do always. When I relaxed, it was drawing and painting. So it was uh, natural for me to try to go to an art school, of course. And I was 17 when I started. But you had said, Joachim, that in your family, it was a way of relaxing with your brothers because there were a lot of kids, right? That there was a yes. way of being quiet. Yes. Drawing, right? It was to make a bubble around yourself. Because we, we lived first in a small flat. It was just three room and we were four kids. So we were uh, always three in the same room. And it so, and sometimes we have friends. So if if you were drawing, nobody disturb you. You can be. And sometimes you draw together with one of your brother or your sister, of course. Yeah, your brother Martin, he was also very fond of drawing. Uh, yeah, and Niklas too. And, when they yeah. were when they were when we were small, we were drawing a lot, you know. But we we never draw to make a, a good drawing or a painting or uh, like a work. We always made it as a process together. It was a, a kind of play. So when we clean up, it was hundreds of drawings we threw away, you know, always. I want to hear a little bit about this northern area by the Arctic. What was your family doing there? What was that like? Yeah, my, my father here working with telephones. And my mother, she starting as a hairdresser, but she was never a hairdresser when I was a kid. She was taking care of, of school children in a school. I have one sister. She's seven years older than me. So I was like, um, yeah, they hadn't planned me. I just came. And, and you started making, were you also drawing and sort of as yeah, a child? Yeah, you know, I had some problem with concentration. I think I had a sort of ADHD or something. <laughs> it was not a combination in, in that time, but I, I think so because I was forbidden to go in the kindergarten because I was too wild. And I had very big problems in school to sit down and listen to to people. And I asked drawing and sporting and I was a scout girl and... I do many, many di different things, but I, for me, it was the same, like Joachim say. It was a sort of meditation to come down, and it was also a play for me that I, I'm drawing, and I tell story for myself, and it was a, mm. yeah, 
a sort of storytelling. You seem so calm. Yeah. Now, as a person, you but don't you know seem it, like... it's a, it disappear under the under the time. I think you know I I couldn't read books until I was twenty five, and then it was quite tough for me. Even from twenty five to I was thirty five, I didn't read more than three four books a year. But today it's it's okay. It's it's something I like to do. So right. of course I have been different. I think yeah. the age age make you. An, Cooler, like another. Yeah, person. I think so. What were you like as a young person, Joachim? I was never sitting in a chair like this. Really, never. I just go on. Yeah, play music, or I play a lot of football, and uh, playing out with with friends. And I think I went to school in football clothes maybe five years, you know. But I was always drawing when I'm. I was home alone. I was drawing and painting right. always for me it was necessary like eating and pissing and you know. and then i met corin i was maybe uh, it was before the summer camp 20, yeah it was the first time i met a person like me yeah uh, even if i w- went to the art school people was not like me why not what do you mean by that what they were painting if the teacher said you can yeah. you can paint of this they did it but i moved away I, i i go out and you know draw houses i saw friends and mm. i was Always, it was like a diary for you. I think you draw like much diary, more yeah. than me because when I met Joachim, he, he had thousands of drawings from his walking and when he traveling. He he drew a lot of situation from bars and he he's sitting and watching a football game. He drawing the people and the landscape, mm. and he threw away everything when we moved. Everything, and I'm a little it bit happy so for that sad. because it frees you. Yes. You you need uh, yeah. breathing. How so, long ago did you do that? I always did it a little bit, but uh, the big thing was the, when I threw away a lot. It was when, when I was, we moved from the suburb to the town, I yes. think. But, but I you, also have done things like that. But I think it's important for an artist to also cleaning up behind you if you want to go forward and find new ways. You don't want to have this backpacking behind you with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> And you it's know, so nice. And, and it must be the same for everybody. I mean, you are not lucky when you find your uh, diaries, maybe, or no, things. No, I don't think anyone is. <laughs> no, <laughs> no exactly. exactly. But this no. is also sort of diary, right, but, of course, but we still have one. Exactly. Yeah. But so uh, you, I understand, Joachim, were sort of like doodling, drawing all the time. You enrolled in the art school, Karen, right? Yeah. And, and then you had been making art as a young person, but... When you got into the art school, did it become more focused? Yes, absolutely. I think it was a relief for me to to start my first art school. It, I, it was when I was twenty tw- in the middle of the country, so I moved from my parents and I came in a new situation and I met for the first time many people who was a little bit more like me, and I was super happy. And my parents they really wanted me to be a teacher in art, and I lied to them one and a half year and say I'm going to be that. But the only thing I wanted to be was continue with the art st- study. So I came to Stockholm and I was in the sculpture school for one year. And then I turned to a sort of preparing school for painter. So when I started in that school, people th- thought I was crazy because they we talk about what you have done before and everybody had been in different very simple schools. And I say I came from Konstfak because it was a school that, that people really want to get into. So they say, but what are you doing here? And I say, 
yeah, but I was at sculpture and I want to learn painting. So I, I was in that school for two years and then the art academy. You know, nine years in an art school. In art schools, that's a long time. It's yeah. a it's a really long time. So beginning age twenty all the way until twenty nine. Yeah, and I was thirty one when I finished. And I made the opposite. I went to an art school between I was seventeen and twenty one, and yeah. then I met Karin. Yeah. And and often uh, I made uh, my last the fourth year at the art school. I had a really what do you say in in German totangst. Yeah. Yeah, the deathly fear. Yes, yeah. yes. That what me? What shall I do now? I have no money. I, you know, my parent. I left my home, of course, and left my uh, the place. And what shall I do? And then I took the telephone book. In that time, it was before cell phones. You know, it was with all the. And I look at all the uh, newspapers and papers and magazines. Which of these can I work for? Maybe. So I went to thirty or thirty-five of them and say, "I'm a drawer. Do you want my drawings?" And I think I got. You got a lot of jobs. I think seven or something. I got good jobs. Oh, wow. And then I start to work. And it was a quite good newspapers yes. and and I worked as hell for, for magazines them. And, and different things. After a half year, I think this is the worst life. <laughs> you know, this is shit. They always want me to do exactly the same I made the uh, week before, and I started to get money in my pockets. You know. But you you continue working with this until you know, until no, no, uh, no, the middle of the nineties. <laughs> yes, this is another story. And then I have all this money, and I think, is this my life? <laughs> a very bad life and I and I I call up a, a, a friend from Finland and he's really good Kari Hortinen that I play football with and he was not a drawer at all and he li- lived in the south of Sweden in that time we go away and we go south we go to Italy and this was in the winter time and I thought it was always warm in Italy <laughs> so I just had one jacket and some money you know, and we went down and was freezing so hard in maybe Until the money was uh, Empty. gone, I think maybe two months I was away in Spain, right. uh, France, and Italy, and I was really, uh, I was like a stray dog in the end, you know, <laughs> with a lot of uh, alcohol <laughs> marinade, and and I. Uh, I you it guys was before my time. It, yeah, it was before. before I mean, okay. and and then and and the other the, the other my friend was home for a long time ago, and then I. Uh, sit down on a, a train. I was drawing in this time too, and I was sitting there with two nuns from Italy. I think I I, I went on in M- Milan, and then it was one soldier from America, and he was going. It was a sleeping wagon. He was uh, going to uh, Denmark, I think, and they were going to M- Munich or something. The nuns, and we had a really really good talk. Everybody was talking about themselves and the lives, and the nuns was—they were beautiful. How they—they they were much older, you know. And the guy, maybe he was thirty-five, and I was around twenty. So I showed them all my drawings, you know, and talk. And and the nuns and the the soldier—they say you have to be an artist. Uh, take out this all these jobs. You have to draw. You have to do what you want. So. For me, it was very important this trip. Then, when I come home, of course, I was uh, drawing for some uh, 
like rent or food. But it, they they put something in my head, you know, really hard. And the school was off. And then I met Karin and we... I'd be pregnant yeah, we started to bloom in our yeah, relationship. Together, you know. I mean, I had, we had just been together a few weeks when I Got understood pregnant. I was pregnant. Mm. So it was also a little bit crazy. But, um, yeah... To, to make that decision. And I had just got a place at the art academy. And Joachim should go in a smaller school at the West Coast for, for painting. So it was a little bit crazy beginning. But it was okay. I uh, think we pep each, each other. other. Yeah, uh, very lost. much. Yeah. You say pep in... in oh, you kept, held each other up. Yes. Yeah. All, the whole time. Yeah. And if sometimes we don't didn't have money. But we didn't want to go to our... Uh, parents we was just kids so I, I don't think we never had this uh, worriness about the future we was in it and um, I had a very strong feeling go for it because I had nothing to lose I had nothing and Joachim had almost nothing either so it was just to go on and and uh, we was not mat- materialistic at all I mean we lived there we got a, an apartment and Many of our friends, they were very um, into find a good and nice apartment in the city and they spend a lot of time to do that. But we we never done, done this. I mean, we was with the children and we were working and we always had dinner together. And I think we was in a very much like to be in a bubble. I think we also, both of us was very interesting about art. Yes. Every type of art. And I, I mean, Music, we... Music, dance, of course poetry, we went, you know. And of course we went to many galleries and museums, but we also, we wake cleaning all the museums in the country together with the kids. So there was also a marinade of <laughs> our sort of contact with a, with a history and art history and castles and... Armor museums, or it we, could be we, whatever. We were never interested in in a career. No. What uh, but, cari- cari- but, career? But career. I can also, never. I can also it was say more that other things. For my my sense, it was a little bit that I was in the art academy, and people were very up to date, and they really know everything about international artists, and international art scene, and they read flash art and yeah, different art papers, and I felt I was outside of that. I I cannot say I was sad about it. More like I had an idea that I have to find an own way uh, in this world. And I, I think, okay, I'm happy even if I don't going to have any gallery, if I just can do what I want and sell a few of my things. It I, It's not a lie. It was very much like that. And then when I s- finished my school and came together with a group of other young artists and we have studio in an old mental hospital. And I, I see in the toilet, it was a bunch of uh, art papers. And I start look at them and I always had this feeling, this is nothing for me. And um, people talk about Barbara Kruger, for example, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or Cindy Sherman, or, or maybe what's, going on, what's going on in the <laughs> 90s. And I was I was very... I didn't know what they're talking about. And I, of course, I was curious, but I had no time to find out what it was. It took a long time. But we had, a, uh, in that time, we had a lot of good, really close friends and still, some still, and a lot of them were older than us. 
two or three was really good poet yeah. poets. Yeah, we have, have many friends and, from and other lot, areas. Yeah, and it a, was not just some, art people. But some painter that was much, much older, like uh, Hasse Wiget and yeah. Okipala. But especially bit. the poet. We ha- our two very, very close friends was yes. poets. Oh, wow. Yeah. So And so one we, of the we guys, he, lived, he was living together with us. So. Yeah, we play cards every night. Yeah. Play cards. And he's he was very he's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um why was he interesting? He was and, just and a little eccentric. No, he or? was eccentric. Yeah. eccentric yeah. Really eccentric. And you know, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know another very, thing that very. really helped us in that time. We moved to a place to a high house. We lived in on the ten and eleventh floor, like this studio. Right, right, right. right, right, right. And uh, our neighbor they were much older than us and they took care of the children. When we were in the city. So it gave gave us a sort of freedom too. Without and we were really friends. So know. we could go out for the evenings and they they took them to bed and they were really yeah. nice. And we had yeah. great time there in 10, 15 years, you know. It was open doors and but I think it was a little bit odd even for some of our generation's friends. They liked us and they but they thought we was a little bit odd, I think so. Because we had these Two kids, we always bring to different things, and we also, yeah. If we got some money, like a scholarship, we, we just took it and, and eat good and go away, and then we were poor one more time. <laughs> <laughs> always, yeah. <laughs> the, the the I think the, ma- time, the money was burning in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, because every time every time some some of us got a scholarship or something, we took the money and we're traveling. We was in Greece so many times. Yes. And um, yeah, and about the 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 children always seems like such a complicated thing because both of you are were active artists. And Joachim, you were telling me the other night that sometimes you would take the children for a week, and sometimes yeah. Karen would take the children. For a week. Sometimes more than a week. It yeah. can be one but, month. But, sometimes. But I think it was a little bit. We was a little bit lucky also. I don't know if it was planned. I I don't remember. But if Joachim had a in planning show for the West Coast that we had a gallery in Göteborg, for example. Go- um, Gothenburg in English. I let yeah. him work the months he had to do that and I took the most responsibility for the kids. And then when he had his opening, I started w- working for my next show. And it, it was a little bit like going... Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So it was really good. Uh, it had been much worse now or and the ten year the ten last year I think but because I think, we have a dog and it's also yeah. complicated sometimes because it take a lot of time and we but, are both stressed. Yeah. But and, I think yeah. we are we are, we had the same feeling that if you start to work with a, like an exhibition or a book or whatever, but when you in the start it's always a problem, always, and it's it's for I think it's for everybody who is work with something and creative and start with something that so, to get to get into it is yes, hard is and the hardest that part. time is really important that you f- be free from children and things you, you can have the night and day go go together you know right and when you wake up you start to think you go to your studio you work but then when you are a little bit in the work and you have maybe some uh, paintings or Whatever you you and and you like something them. is happening, yeah. and and you have a dialogue between these works. It's much much easier, and then you can be more. You can be sometimes with the kids and sometimes they work. Mm. But the start pr- process is very very important for everybody. I think. Mm. How how, do, how does it work for you? The start process now. I think we have very different process because Joachim is that type of person who working always. I mean, 
if I shouldn't stop him, he should work. I think, but uh, very slowly. I'm very slowly. Yeah, slowly, but always like in turtle. the studio. And <laughs> I suggest to do different nice Snape things. Activities. But today, after all these years, I never ask him to do some things. I never ask him for go for cinema, for example, or a theater. Or I go with friends instead. So now you just let him be himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. But sometimes I have to take him from the cave. <laughs> but, but meanwhile, your process is different. It's more. Yeah, it is different. But I think I'm. Uh, I'm a little bit like the cat around the porridge. I don't know if you say so in England. But I have sometimes I have to, and it, I, it's always been like that. Sometimes I have to push Karen away. Now you have to go to your studio. Yeah, because it, and and it's and after a while, after one week, it starts, and then this then the wheel is rolling. Yeah, because even if you are in your studio, maybe you don't work all the time, but you listen to music, you read, you're coming, you know, you are there. Almost always after a show, I can have quite bad confidence to get back into it. I can sometimes look at what I have done and don't understand how I have I done this. How did I do? Um, it's a sort of crazy feeling. And I I always think now it's over. I cannot do anything good again. It's a it's 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 quite tough. I mean it's of course it's a sort of abstract feeling, but it absolutely exists. But for me it's also if I try new materials or I look at a lot of other artists' pictures and I starting somewhere and I let let it be very bad. After a few days I'm 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 again. Back into something. Yeah. Yeah, this letting it be bad is very important. Very, yeah, every very day. Important. It's bad yeah. every day. Every day know? letting and, some and be bad. Sometimes you hate yourself. I think it's I think art for me it's a way to get free in the pro in the process that you try to be free from yourself from your parents from friends everything you you try to push something uh, in another way and it's sometimes it's really hard you look in the in the mirror and you think everything you've done is really shit <laughs> but you have these days you know always but you struggle and go on you know it's like you are uh, wrestling with a big guy and put you down in the floor all the time <laughs> but the only thing the only way you can come from there it's just to be there until the big guy uh, is, is tired. tired yeah <laughs> and then you have a minute yes yes <laughs> <laughs> crawling around <laughs> and do you have the same feeling for you a little bit this oh, no i don't think so uh, but this is very much like the same feeling I had when I was a kid and start playing with something. I, I think it's a reality after after a time that I playing with all these things, with all these stories was going on in my head. I I be very much like a kid again. I think so. You mean once you go in after a show, you let things be bad, and then yeah. eventually the stories start to come, yeah. and then you're back in the playing, yeah. And it's then it's fun, of, and then it's fun, and then you yeah, don't know really if you pretend. But or I if need it's, some really some things. I need my coffee, and I need good music, and I need a friend to go out and have a lunch with, and I I need some Certain things, things yeah. around, and I, it must be in a special way. Um, but when I have this safe feeling, and I coming more and more closer to the process i get back the confidence again 
when I think about you, Joachim, I think that you don't experience loneliness like other people do. It is not a it is not a negative state for you. It's a positive state in yes. some way. It's just yes. aloneness. Yes. It's not loneliness. Um, and maybe it, you talk about that because you also go away for six months sometimes out of the year mm. to uh, Gotland, which is very remote. Yeah, I think. And when I was younger, I I never had lunch maybe in ten years. I you think still it, don't have lunch. I think you see, my, I'm very skinny, you know. But but you know, it <laughs> Did was have lunch when he's together. But with I me. had it was it was problem for me to go away in the middle of the day, when you are in the process. It's better to. I always had breakfast, and then I worked until I was really tired and want food. the big food in in the end of the day instead. So it's a little bit the same in, in, when I'm in Gotland. It's I like when the night and days go be the same so then the clock is not there you have the feeling of the day of course the light and and i want to work close where i live just so you just go up and and do something and then maybe you go into the forest and i i i don't i don't see it like a problem to be alone and i really like the darkness go but out in the forest in the night uh, if you're going to uh, take a break from his studio and he's going to make the firewood, for example, to with an axe, yeah, he do it so serious and so into it in many days sometimes. And whatever he do, he do it so extremely focused. If he renovate a window or if he pack something, he pack it like a profession person he's always very into everything and when the kids were small and he played with them he could play with lego for hours after hours sometimes week after week i'm not that sort of person i'd be very bored after a time and think ah, i want to do something else now but we are very different in that way you know if you are really alone in the i think uh, when you're really alone in in the in the nature you see small difference much much more than when you are in the city you can see the light different in it's happened a lot in one week in sweden of course it's more north and and the animals and the sounds and the wind it's happens so many things you know so it's, for me it's never boring and then when but, when but you are also a little bit of a nerd because sometimes you can be very interesting about for example butterflies you he catching butterflies in many years than he Not understood. Longer. I don't want to kill I don't them. want to kill yeah. them anymore, but he have catch maybe many hundreds, I think. And he know every- everything about and he know everything about all the butterflies. And, and he, he kneel them up to different uh, no, maps. Not today, and, not yeah. today but no, I no. talk about the but time before. The day, yes. Yes, yeah, but yeah. today he know everything about the stars and the signs in the in the sky. But more like more like a picture. I don't know so much about the space, but all of these constellations, I know I know them every, and I want to go out when it's um, when it's fall. I want to go out maybe eight o'clock and then eleven o'clock, then two o'clock in the night because it's really go it's around. Moving. It's moving, and mm. I love that. You know. But when you say night and day becomes day, one thing, do you actually change your way of waking and sleeping? Yes, and in the in the. In the summer in, in Sweden, it's light until 11, 12. So it's so good. You can, yeah. 
It and, gives lots of energy. Energy. And, and then of I course, I think it's very yeah. interesting to see that because you, if if you have the sun for a long time, you don't need to go to bed. So you change a lot. <laughs> the sun of course. coming up around nine thirty and go down two thirty. Mm. It's not so nice. It's quite tough. It's tough. And in that time, yeah. you need alcohol <laughs> in the, in <laughs> Maybe the dark time. In yes. the dark time. Yes. Yeah. In the winter time. Yeah. yeah. Because it comes I at nine thirty in the morning and two thirty in the afternoon, it's done. Yes. Yeah. But but and I think for me and Karen, it's a little bit like a teddy bear to have this drawing and painting all the time. Even if it's dark, you know, you have something to do. It's uh, for me. It's uh, it saved my life. I think uh, in one way. I have friends. I am never born. I have some friends who are writers, and I I can. I can feel it's not so far away from their way to work. I mean, they work with different chapters in a book. It's a little bit like to work with different, different paintings. paintings yeah. Yes. And then a, one show is like a whole book. A novel. Book. I, yeah. I, I think this before. It's also the, the same time. You said you worked on yeah. the show for two years. Yeah. Mm. And two years is the yes. time sometimes that you can write a book. Yes, I mean, exactly. every book. But and it's a private exactly. job. It's a lonely job. It's not a group thing. No, it's a private job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was always the hardest thing for me about writing which I still love to do, but the, the being alone every day yeah. mm. it's, it's not tough. easy for me. Okay. You know, this was yeah. not so natural for me. No. You know? I understand that because the first year after I finished my study, I was together with other artists, but they were never there. So I was very much alone and it was tricky for me. Really difficult. But and for uh, me it was the opposite. But today no. I can also no. feel sometimes, you know, I... It's not so easy for me to work at Gotland as it is for Jokum. And I think it has to do that we are too close to each other. And he's working all the time. And I f- feel very lazy and slowly in some reason. So, and that also uh, do so I don't can work. So though and then I have to go back to Stockholm for working by myself. And it's a very nice moment for me to... When Jokum and the dog is at Gotland and maybe the sons too, uh, and I can go to, to Stockholm for for a week or 10 days, I can work so intense there. And I'm absolutely alone, but it's summer and people sitting outside and drinking beer. And I don't interesting about that life. I'm just bicycling to my studio with the open windows and work and work as long as I want. I go home, sleep some hours and go back again. It's it's very nice for me, but after ten days, I'm fine to go back to Gotland and have a nice life there and, and destroy my life. And no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that, yes. Well, well, yeah, but when Corinne is gone, I you work also very much more a lot yeah. because I go into something. Yeah. It's a little bit like dreaming is absolutely a wrong word because dreaming you are in uh, you are sleeping you're you're not in your uh, thinking. But it's a little bit to to change life. In a, you, you go into something. If you work with the, uh, memories or something, you be. It's like uh, it's no rules, you know. And when you're there, it's always a kick. You try. Since I was young, I try to come there, always. And when you come there, you feel good. And you must try it to uh, trust it too. But what's very interesting is that. You know, you ma- you managed to having very different rhythms and different ways of being yeah. in the world. You managed to somehow work together somehow. You know, like ne- never. Um... But you know, we make food together, 
and we sleep together. Right. But uh, uh, we, we never work together. Right. I'm a little bit afraid to have Joachim in my studio when I'm working. Why is that? Because he's always saying wrong things. <laughs> like what are you saying? I, I, I think I'm hard. You're hard. He's super hard. <clears throat> but really? He's super tough. But he can also say things like that. I have just start working with the painting and it's in the very, very beginning. I know that. For me, it's just more like a... Yeah. I'm never in start, the studio. Start, start... What do Process. Process. Yeah. And he's coming in and he say, Oh, that's look really good. It's the best you have done. You shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't touch it. Don't do anything on that one. And it's, it's always, very tough. Always the same. But I, I, I think I, I'm Karin also hard quite to hard me. to you too. But we never go to each other's studios often. It's, it's more. Uh, I mean, if, if you we... can say, can you look at this? I always do exactly. that, and I be very honest. And the opposite for me. If I want to have his eyes, I know I'm going to have a very cold shower. But <laughs> it's fine. It's but fine. I know Karin, and Karin, know, you know. And but I'm longing for that. I think I'm hard if you're a little bit like, you're a little bit safe or something. And I know that Karin wants me to push her sometimes. Yes, and that's the reason why I'm there, of course. Yeah. And we are not hard like uh, idiots. How did you get to the collage style? I think I'm a drawer from the beginning, of course. But since I was young. But then I was painting a lot. And then when I met Karin, I paint yeah, uh, really a lot. Yeah. Maybe in... Not ten years, but eight years yeah, every but the, day. But the first year it was with oil paint. But yes, you stopped with that after a year. I have so much allergic problem with oil and acrylic. So I, I, and one day when the kids were small, I think yeah. I had to stop uh, because I have ex, you say eczema, eczema, yeah, eczema yeah. All, all over my hands. It was like and cracks also and, around the eyes. Yeah, it looks and, like and blood a koala bear. Yeah, and blood. And I, I went to. A, like a witch <laughs> I was a little bit better <laughs> oh really the witch yeah. helped yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I, I had really problem and then I stopped I, I, I was thinking no first I, I start to make glue color by myself yeah and it was better mm. uh, with pigment and I I built like a bit book better book binder glue yeah mm-hmm. For, you know with the, yes. the back pigments. of the book yeah. and and then I was had problem one more time, and then I stopped, and just draw for a while, and then I start to work with uh, watercolors, and it's no problem, you know, when it's uh, aquarelle and watercolor, but it's so boring with the small cups, and the small uh, brushes, so everything is tiny, you know. So I started to make making uh, the details first small and cut them and then put them together to make a bigger it's, it started like that so it, when you paint when i was learning to paint in school I, it's more you have a composition first and then you break it down to the details in the end in one way and here it was the opposite i started with the details and built something up like a mosaic or what you say from this and for me it was a really kick when I understood I can't have the control. The details lead me to something new. And and if the details is really bad, I just threw it away. So really trying to maximize the potential for freedom in some way, the potential that things are unpredictable. So. And it's really abstract from the beginning, the idea of making a picture. Because you start to paint on paper, Justin, then you cut. And I never draw what I cut because I, 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 I used the 
scissor like a pen and just cut paper. And what about for you when you're painting? Is it also, is there a plan, uh, Karen, or is it more? So it's a wacko plan. <laughs> wacko plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you know, I'm seeking always for inspired materials, things I'm going, yeah, like a band starter for, yeah, a picture who can trigger me to start doing a, a painting. But before I was much more a follower of that one. I using more the projectors and drawing up. But now today it's more like uh, inspire materials for me, and I never do uh, know where it's going to to be. It's a surprise. Everything is a surprise. And I also very. I mean, if I don't like anything, I cover it directly. I have. I'm not sentimental at all. It's, it's no, it's no problem for me but, to but destroy things. And but, Corinne, you always search. Uh, in, you're searching for some kind of theme. Absolutely, in, in, uh, psycho, and yeah. it's the same for me. You, 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 and we are one thing. We are really exactly the same since we were small kids. Mm. We have been cutting out in books, papers. Yeah, and it was spent a, it so was a, much. It, it was very uh, interesting pictures. to see somebody who also steal a lot of pictures from the libraries and <laughs> from or, books. Uh, and if I have a good record uh, covers, I cut cut it out and put it in my Just, box, yeah. you know. Wow. So we have thousands of pictures in in cupboards. And, yeah. and Corin was the same. So uh, we always uh, dive down there and try to I find I did a things. show in, in Cincinnati for one and a half years ago. And uh, I made a sort of corner that I had a lot of inspired materials on the walls and on it. And the oldest... Um, photo I had in the cabinet I cut out when I was six years old. It's quite interesting. And we are the same there. It's, yeah. uh, in, it's the first person I met. met that yeah. That. Yeah. And then of course like Marcel de Sama have a little bit the same and a lot of other people I met l later. Yeah. And I'm always curious with artists how you navigate ambition. Um, right? Ambition is, is sort of dangerous because on the one hand you want to be ambitious to let yourself be free mm -hmm. but if it pushes starts to push towards success or something like that then it's, it's always an enemy always an enemy mm -hmm. yeah, in some way is. right yeah and also the money is sometimes an enemy, an enemy. But maybe you, the whole society sometimes yeah <clears throat> and yourself and yourself too how were you thinking in the nighttime and so you have to you have to uh, balance all the time maybe it was that i was and, talking about the wrestling to, before and also a little try bit like to that. not thinking so much about it i think it's the most Except, just uh, do. important thing come on yeah and then and, and be honest to yourself is also very very yes. very important i mean i could produce 10 times more things if i really wanted to do that but for what reason they shouldn't be better they probably should be worse and i i see <clears> many of my colleagues also they produce too much and they press themselves so, so hard so they're coming to a limit that they don't want to do anything and I, I don't want to be there absolutely not I really like to see some old artists like Louis Bourgeois for example who continue working with small crazy things until she die and Henri Matisse for example it's so, it's so special, it's so nice I want to be one of them. I, I want to still going on and not have this pressure from other people. 
I grew up with all these uh, relationships, and the relationship for me, it's, it's of course, it's your your family, and then you wake up with your brothers and your sister and go to school. It's a new relationship in the school, love stories, politics, uh, architecture, all these uh, things is relationship, and I worked so hard with this like an artist for a long, long time. But I think if you go on the other way, you can go to the nature. And I think in the nature, it's no politics. It's no, um, it can be the waves, it can be the light, it can be the colors, you know, it's another thing. Of course, these two ways mixed a lot. But I think when you be older, you, the relationship, it's, it's, what's am I cling on? It's go away, fade away a little bit, you know. So now, now it can I'm be more the opposite in. Too. <laughs> now, now I'm more closer <laughs> to the moss and to the to this turtle and the cat, you know, yeah. in one way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And the music, it's always for me a part, more part of the good music for me. It's always more part of the nature than the relationship. But I love the relationships. Me too, of course. It's it's my life, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a scenography of also, my life. All these houses and where I grew up. And all and I love to see theaters and films and reading books about relationships. It's, it's also, I think for many artists, it's quite crazy with all these different things you have to do all the time. And one, one yeah. thing you, you have to think about when you are young, I think, <clears throat> it's that it's not... Uh, Competition. It's never, never a competition. It has nothing it's, it's to do. It's more about that. freedom and to take care of yourself and do something, open up for yourself. So it's not. It's not about to be childish or something. It's more to be, not competition. Yeah, I think. Um, Karen and Joachim, thank you so much for doing this. Thank today. you, thank you, Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, it was, that good was very to see. fun. Yeah. Very good. Dialogues is produced by David Zwerner. You can find out more about the artists on this series by going to davidswarner.com slash dialogues. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really does help other people discover the show. I'm Lucas Warner. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you join us again next time. <laughs>